Oh yeah. Really gets the blood pumping. I didn't realize how long those bells, like the intro to that was. Long enough for Hoffman to walk all the way out to the mound. Oh yeah. Missed that guy. He was so good, dude. Still holding. Welcome. What's happening, dude? Mm. We could have started with so many different fucking songs. Yeah, but would they be better? Probably not. Probably not. Welcome to Nuff Said, episode one. Nuff Said, sports talk. Sports talk for the everyday guy, said by the everyday guy. You're tired of getting last place in fantasy, not knowing what's going on on the weekend? (laughs) Tune in. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Your last place guy. Uh, what's up, Tony? How you doing? Good, man. Excited, dude. I'm excited for this. Another, Me too. Another little podcast, strictly, primarily. Primarily, I say strictly. Yeah. I would say primarily about sports. We'll get into some both. weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. As always. I think we can go <laughs> off on a little tangent everyone every now and then, and you know. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm definitely excited. I'll, on my way over here, I'm like thinking all kinds of stuff, like what can we talk about, you know, and. It, it just sports is so general, so broad. Like it, you can't. Like, I mean, yeah, you can talk about one particular thing and go on hours, especially right. like, for instance the AB thing. But you can do, you can talk about anything and everything, dude. With sports, I, I, I fucking love it. So That's I'm, why I'm, it's so I'm exciting. Pumped. That's why I'm pumped, dude. <laughs> Enough said about what I gotta say. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's get into this weekend, man. You got uh, football games coming on. What are you looking forward to? Uh, just playoffs in general, the, the excitement of it, like what it leads to, obviously, um, just how, you know, this year, dude, I, it's just my, like for the NFC, for instance, my pick was the Niners to come out of the West to win the West. And they did obviously, but just seeing how good they are, dude, and how like consistent they've been playing. It's, it's crazy. I do want to see how they do in the playoffs, though. Right. I, you know, it's Can another they sustain season. It? It's another season. Yeah. It's way different. You know, how many of those guys have playoff experience? Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. uh, Emmanuel Sanders. We know right. he was with Flacco, but but yeah. they're built for this. They're built. Their offense is built for playoffs, so they should they should build well. I mean, they rush the ball better than most teams in the league, and you know they have a they have a stud defense, mm-hmm. and that's what you need to make it make it deep in the playoffs. Yeah, dude. I, I want to see what Bosa does. I mean, obviously, he's been a great rookie. Uh, but, like, people talk about him being the defensive rookie of the year. But I, I got one rebuttal to that. And it, it might be a homer, but Max Crosby. Okay. Pretty much the same stats. I think he has, like, half or one full stat, one full sack more than Bosa. But he's played well. Yeah. And he was a difference maker for that Raider defense, dude. Like, to be honest – Nobody else was getting that much pass rush. I think Benson Mayoa had like four and a half or five sacks or something like that. But he stood out in a defense that really wasn't that good. Really didn't have a pass rush. Even last year. I think he had he had ten to Raiders thirteen sacks last year. That's you know. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. So Well, that might be the difference between one team playing on prime time numerous times and the other missing all those opportunities. So those players get kind of brushed aside when they're they're putting up those kind of performances, you know, yeah. they get they get missed. I'm also excited about the Titans, bro. <sighs> Man, honestly, dude. Hey, call me crazy, but I think Tannehill 
He's got. I think he's got an upset in him, dude. <laughs> I I think he does, bro. He's healthy. He's he he played well. The stretch that he came in and started, like he and think about it. He hasn't had a team like this since he's played in the NFL. They're he had a all- decent. He had a decent year one year when they. I think the Dolphins actually made the playoffs with, with him at quarterback. Um, but he's he's put together stretches, right? Yeah, right. But with a team like this, you got Derrick Henry in the backfield. Uh, you get uh, AJ Brown. Is it Brown, the wide receiver? Yep. Um, dude's killing it. They just, dude. They, I think, they put it together to the right time at the right time. But I think, I think they're gonna, eh, I think they're gonna upset the Patriots, dude. Honestly, that'd be impressive. I'm, I'm concerned about the fact that their only real receiving threat is AJ Brown. So when you put Stephon Gilmore on Brown, then what are they gonna do? Yeah, I, I mean that's. That's a shutdown corner, dude. I think I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> You're talking about the the defense that give up the least amount of points all season long. So the Titans are gonna have their work cut out for them, and they're gonna be in New England, which is no easy feat. Yeah. The last time I think I remember them going to New England, they lost like 57 to three or something in the snow. It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. I think they've played since then, but that stands out to me. But it's just it's a it's a different team, you know. It's not Mariota. It's it's not, you know, Delaney Walker. <laughs> like it's it's. A different team. You know? That's and true. I think, I think, man, I just, I just think they had, and plus their defense isn't bad. Their defense no, is, is good. pretty good, you know, and who do the Patriots have other than Rex Burkhead in the backfield? Everyone's, but that's how they do off. it. Rex yeah. Burkhead, James White, Julian Edelman, just who Edelman's hurt death. though. Yeah. Edelman's, you know, he's not the same person. And Brady obviously isn't either without, no, you know, not. last year he had Gronkowski and a healthy Edelman. This year he doesn't have Gronkowski and Edelman's hurt, and what, what and they look terrible against Miami. Series over here tripping. She wanted to get in on this. How did it, it literally just searched Gronkowski, <laughs> and I didn't push any buttons. Technology, dude. What the fuck, government? Yeah, you're getting me excited, man. I mean, I'd love to see the Patriots lose. I'm ready for that era to be completely over. And I'd love to see the Titans win. I'm just... This I, entire decade has been the Patriots. I know. The last two decades. The last two decades. They've owned 20 years. It's disgusting. You know, over Christmas, dude, I watched that... Um, was it a 30 for 30 or... East, I forgot what it was, but it was the Bills. Yeah. The Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells one. Oh, yeah. Dude, that one was so... It was when they were both sitting side by side and they were getting interviewed on their time from, you know... Back in the Giants? Yeah, back yeah. in the Giants and... When they went to the Jets and then uh, Belichick resigned and then got re-signed by the Patriots and like, dude, it was. I was like, holy shit! I never knew all that. Yeah, I mean, I I knew some of the stuff when he was with the Browns. Well, well, when he left the Patriots, the first time to go with the Browns, and then all that stuff, I I knew a little bit of it. But fuck, dude, that shit was nuts. Yeah. Seeing everything and see how it all like <laughs> came about, like wow, dude. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, looking for the Patriots to lose him, so. Um, a little bit about me. I'm Bills fan, Cubs fan, Knicks fan, Blackhawks. So uh, three out s- of the four, I'm cool with. <laughs> having said that, I'm pretty excited about this Bills Texans game, man. I've I've gotten two opportunities in the last since the turn of the century to get uh, excited for a playoff game. And the last one, we scored three points and lost to the Jags. So. <laughs> yeah, I think we got a good shot, man. I think we got a good shot going to Houston. I, I still. I'm picking Houston to win, but uh, I do like our odds. I do like our chances to go down there and win. Um, Houston's getting J.J. Watt back, so that'll be he's uplifting rip, for him. He's going to get hurt. He might. <laughs> I, th- I think his tenure's done, bro. I think he's, him being like 
that like defensive like influence. You know what I mean? I, he's still going to be that mind and what to do and how to contain and stuff like that. I don't think he's going to have a great se- like a super great season again. I think he's high impact while he's on the field. Yeah, no, I, yeah, he's going to. I agree. That's the problem. He's not going to. He can't know, sustain. I think teams a are going to. Fi- yeah, I think teams are going to finally be like, oh well, we can single cover him. You know what I mean? We can just protect him for two seconds, three seconds on pass plays, and and then you know, not yeah, he'll get a sack or two. I mean, not a sack or two, but you know what I mean. He'll he'll have a little bit of influence, but I don't think nearly like what he was back. You know, that's possible. I still see him being impactful while he's there i just don't think he can remain healthy mm-hmm. but i, I mean, am, you know what I, I agree with you i think seeing the bills in the playoffs dude is, is pretty exciting uh, they're not a fun team to watch you know i completely understand that but i it's just exciting and i like josh I mean, Allen. They can be yeah it can be they can be shit when they had like when john brown goes off like it's it's good to see because he's yeah. quick he's elusive like he's just and then beasley's four foot five running across yeah. the middle yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got, it's got a little bit of fun yeah but you know i mean they're gonna win this game they're gonna win 20 to 17 or 20 to 13 it's not gonna be high scoring i don't see them putting up over 50 points if if they're on Did the they winning end. this year no 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 they didn't I, uh, I just i don't know man will fuller's out oh he might be out um yeah they get Watt back but I don't know Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, he's great, dude. Don't get me wrong. I I think he's he's fucking, you know, one of the best doing it right now. But uh, that def- the Bills defense is good. It is really um, good. It is really good. I mean, they looked they they did so well against Baltimore. You know, they lost at the very end of the game with a last chance on a fourth and goal. Um, they lost to the Patriots at the very end of the game, last chance fourth and goal. Yeah, I mean, those yeah. are. I know those are losses, but uh, I you know, mean, those, it winnable, shows that you're playing you know? the top teams in in football and you're you're in the game. So. They should go in with a lot of confidence, even though it's Josh Allen's first game. I do think he'll be a little uh, prepared, and you know, maybe I'm sure he'll be nervous in the beginning of the game. But yeah, hopefully they get it together. I mean, I just want to see a good game. Hopefully it's competitive. I think he has. You know, when they when people talk about like experience, yeah, and like oh, you got to have playoff experience, and this is good for you know young players and stuff like that, just to see how it is and feel if if they lose, feel that loss and and how you know what it what it means after that point and the hunger comes at that point and like coming, wanting to win again and get there and stuff. I get that. But at the same time, like I think if you have a killer instinct, if you have that winner's mentality, like it doesn't matter if it's game one or if it's game 17, like you're, you're, you're wanting to win. And I think at that point too, once you make the playoffs, you think that, and it's in your mind, like, okay, this is an important game. You know what I mean? This, this means something. Whether you've been there or not, you still have that mentality. Like, fuck, I need a, we need to win. You know what I mean? And I think the coaches also they do, I, you're in the playoffs, dude. They're gonna give a good message. You know what I mean? They're gonna give they're gonna pump their team up. They're gonna let them know what's at stake. Like it, you know, the experience thing. Yeah, I get. I don't know nowadays how much that like comes into play. I, you know, I I think the Bills will go in with a good head, and I think they'll be ready. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I mean, the game should start out pretty slow. You got two teams that, you know, the, the Texans play great defense against the Patriots, and the Buffalo Buffalo Bills have a have the second best defense in the league in for, in terms of points against. And then you got both teams resting starters week seventeen coming off a loss. So I think you might see a little bit of rust. You might see a little bit of slow start. You might see a little bit of nerves, and then hopefully they get to get to hitting and and, uh, and playing some football for the who second do you half. Think, who do you think has a bigger game, Brady or Allen? I mean, not Brady. Um, Allen or uh, Deshaun? As far as 
points or yards or what are you talking? Just like I probably let's let's go with like yards. I gotta go with Watson. Do you think so? Yeah, I, uh, Josh Allen's accuracy is an issue. I, I think that he'll do well on his feet, and I'm hoping that he'll be able to push the Bills down the field. Um, you know, he might make a big play or two, which I'm hoping for. But I think at the end of the game, when you're looking at yards versus yards, Watson should should lead that. Is, Even in a loss, they think he should take that. Is Watson good against like great defenses? Watson's good because of his elusiveness. He calls, right. he gets extra time, so. That's what that's how you beat great corners is is by buying yourself time in the pocket and giving your receivers time to get open and then you end up making those plays. And the crazy thing about Hopkins is he's going to be on Tre'Davious White or Tre'Davious White's going to be on Hopkins, I should say. Yeah. But uh, in the past, when we've seen like when we saw the Texans go up against the Jags when they had Jalen Ramsey, even with Ramsey on Hopkins, Bill O'Brien peppered Hopkins all game long. Even his his efficiency was down, but his targets were up. He was he almost doubled targets. Oh yeah. So if they're gonna if that he's doing that again, if he's just gonna chuck it at Hopkins over and over and over and take those one on one matchups, you might see a lot of volume and a lot of passing coming out. Mm-hmm. Even though Buffalo struggles more with the run, yeah. but uh, it'd be interesting to see, man. It'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. I just want a fucking playoff win, just one. <laughs> oh. I, I think it's gonna happen, bro. I'm not trying to just like. <laughs> blindly pump you up or anything but I, I dude honestly i think it's gonna be i think the bills are gonna come out on top bro i just okay let's talk about experience with the players also bill o'brien like as a coach he sucks as a do you like him like, as a coach no i'm saying I'm, terrible, I'm, I'm saying yeah. like i i just feel i maybe i'm wrong but i feel like in big games he hasn't like performed well he does not coach well. No, you're right. I you know agree. what I mean? Like he, like game plan just slips, and then he might get a little too conservative, or he might make one bonehead call, like going for a fourth, a fourth down in a certain time where you really don't need to. Like your team still, let's say they're playing well, you know, their defense is holding people, but yet then he'll go for it, and then you know that's a 14 point swing or something. You know what I mean? That, and, pa- that Panther game this year stands out to me because the Panthers <clears throat> basically dared them to run all game long. Yeah, they they load up the secondary. They were shutting down receivers, and Bill O'Brien refused to run the ball. And all game through, 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 they threw like three interceptions. They couldn't get the ball down the field, and the Panthers mollywopped those guys out on that that game in Houston. And yeah. it's just his inability to be flexible, and then identify that something's not working and make a change. Same thing got Freddie Kitchens fired. You know, you have yeah. to you have to realize when something's not working, you got to make an adjustment. And O'Brien doesn't seem to ever make adjustments. See, yeah, and you know it's what? Crazy. He did when they played the Raiders. So. You know, the Raiders were, were battling, and they were leading, I think, at half. And, you know, he did a good job adjusting there. But the Raiders' defense, uh, uh, Paul Gunther, did not adjust his defense. He played zone the entire time in the second half, knowing that it wasn't working. And what did Deshaun Watson do? He came back. He made a lot of plays out of nothing in the yeah. second half, mainly in the fourth quarter, probably like the last eight minutes of the game. Dude was just orchestrating shit and was like, fuck, you just made a great play out of nothing. And, you know, they ended up winning the game on that last second touchdown. But it's like, fuck, dude. Like, I just don't think O'Brien is – is. I mean, and maybe uh, – who, who's your guys' coach? Who's Bill's coach? Um, that is – Doug McDermott. Yeah. No. Isn't it? No. Sean McDermott. Sean – it's McDermott, isn't it? McDermott? Now I'm lost. <laughs> Possibly. I think it is. Confuse me with names. <laughs> Doug. Maybe he doesn't have enough experience. I don't know, dude. I just think the the experience thing, 
doesn't. I tend to agree like, with you. I mean, it didn't matter for Foles. He, he yeah. marched to the playoffs. You know, we've had we've seen numerous quarterbacks. Roethlisberger did it his first season. Flacco did it without very much playoff experience. Mahomes did it. it. They, yeah, Mahomes. With, he he should have won last yeah, year. They should have won that game. If it wasn't for a yeah. fucking, you know, offsides call and, you know, that, you know, stupid OT rule. But. <laughs> a couple uh, couple stats for this game. Bills are 6-2 and two on the road. So play well. well. Play well away from Buffalo. So that, that helps them. Um, Texans are favored by two and a half right now. Uh, and the home favorites of two and a half or less are one and nine since 2000 on wildcard weekend. What? Yeah. So yeah, there's a little bit of a uh, potential for Buffalo. So we'll see how that goes. Go bills. <laughs> I'll tell you what though. Your fucking fan base is nuts. Yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> Jumping off of fucking cars and landing. Oh man. Yeah, there's not a lot to do in Buffalo, I don't think. You know I what I mean? Not. That's probably what it is. I mean, you can only go to Niagara Falls so many times. <laughs> <laughs> that snow, too, is that shit's nuts over there. So let me hit you with this game because this game, you know, I feel confident in most of the games picking who's going to win, but mm-hmm. Seattle Philly has me completely confused because everything tells me to take the Seahawks on the road, but I don't like doing it. I don't feel good about it. Yeah. I was thinking about that one too, only because I was I was thinking like about putting them in a parlay. Um, I just think Wentz is missing too many pieces. He is. Miles Sanders hasn't practiced. Aguilar hasn't practiced. I think uh, well, Ertz is going to be gone, right? I, even playing. if he practices, I can't imagine he's going to play with a punctured spleen or yeah, kidney or whatever it is. Yeah, something like that. Um, something important. I just I don't know. They're playing at home, right? Eagles. Yep. And Seattle went into into Philly this season in week twelve and beat them seventeen six. So they've already they've already gone in and won. Philly's shorthanded. Russell's and Russell Wilson's just a fucking beast, bro. He is. He steps up for big games. I don't know, man. I I just think after seeing what they did against Dallas and that must win, you know what I mean. And then following it up the next week, they uh, won four in a row. You know what I mean? No, but I'm saying from from the game that they went in going into Dallas. Knowing mm-hmm. that that game was pretty much for first place, right? You know what I mean. Him going into that game and just like playing how we played, like fucking playing really well, and could that be attributed to the shitty coaching that Dallas had? Maybe, but they did what they had to do. He did what he had to do, and he pulled out a fucking W. You know what I mean? And and yeah, yeah, yeah he was at home, you know, and and old uh, Sanders had a fucking. You know, great game, but I don't know. I just, I, I think it's hard for me to pick them as shorthanded as they are against the fucking the Seahawks. It's true. Seahawks have the experience. They're seven one on the road this season. They've beat them in Philly already. Everything tells you to go to Seattle, but that's why I'm leaning toward Philly, and I can't make up my mind on what I want to do. I mean, the Eagles are coming in hot. You know, they come in yeah. one, four in a row. Seattle's lost three out of the last four. They got. Smoked at home against a shitty Cardinals team two mm-hmm. weeks ago. It's tough. I mean, it's it's a tough game. I mean, Lynch, I mean, Lynch looks like Eddie Lacy. Old man. <laughs> yeah, dude looks like Eddie Lacy, bro. He yes, was, he does. He was winded too. I mean, I seen that couple plays. He was just like breathing heavy. I don't know why they did that. I mean, did they need a running back? Probably, but what was he gonna do? He got a touchdown, but. He's not going to give you anything if you're at the 30, 40 yard line. Like exactly. Not. Yeah. He might punch it in from the one, but you could use a fullback for that. Yeah, dude. So I don't know. I, I, you know what? Just for the sake of picks, 
I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Philly. That's I'm, I'm gonna take Philly. I'm too. gonna take Philly. What's the point spread? The point spread is Seattle plus three. Oh shit! Yeah. No. No. Seattle minus, minus three. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I Seattle's say, favorite. They gotta be favored. That's what I was trying to say. In Philly. Oh, in the well, playoffs. For betting purposes, I would take the Eagles minus three or plus three. Exactly. I agree. Absolutely, dude. Yep. Take that one at home. Sure. <laughs> Take yeah. it to the bank. Take it to the bank. <laughs> so we're both going with Philly. Uh, both going with, I guess, the upset, even though it's a home team in the playoffs. Kind of yeah. crazy. But there's just something about them. And Seattle's just been too hit and miss this season. And everything says Seattle's going to win. So I'm not picking that. The playoffs are awesome, bro. They I really are. Fucking, it, I mean, during the season, you, you put bets up, you know, you, you, you base it off of, you know, I don't know. Like, it's it just, the bets are different. I just christened this fucking... New studio. It sounded like somebody ripped the wall open. <laughs> well, the wall was ripped. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, dude, I, I, just, I, I don't know. Like Pancakes? What is? <laughs> <laughs> waffles. Uh, yeah. waffles. <laughs> I, I just think, like, during the season, uh, you bet, like, the players, yeah, they're in it, but I don't feel like they're, like, it's not a one of those uh, do or die mentalities during the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe in the later part of the season, but not like first three, four, five, six weeks. Right. You know what I mean? It's a different mentality. And, then, and you bet that, and, and like I don't know. You know, you get towards the, the end of the season, you get people who want to fucking spoil people's playoff chances. You got teams that are like the Eagles, fucking they got to win out to make it. You know, and it's just a little bit more of a feel like a sure thing if you're betting at that point you know other than in the beginning of the season it's just a fucking wild card you know what i mean like you could throw you know any team in there but yeah yeah it's so. different so what are your thoughts on viking saints because the vikings pulled off the miracle a couple years ago beat the saints, saints all the way you sure 100 percent. so saints obviously had that that horrific miracle loss in the wild card round yeah. and then last year they got their hearts ripped out by the rams on Terrible referee. Yeah. <laughs> you think they're going to get over that this time, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. I think it should be a fun game, though. They're playing in uh, New Orleans, yeah, right? New Orleans, yeah. Yeah. They were in New Orleans last year, though. Yeah. <laughs> Saints, yeah. dude, all the way. This, I think this Brees- should be a high-scoring game. This really should. The Saints give up a lot of points. They score a lot of points. The Vikings have a good offense. They got Dalvin Cook back. They got Madison Wait, back. Is he back? Yep. Yep. I didn't even think about that. He'll be playing. They're at full strength, so it should be it should be a fun matchup. I mean, Kendricks I, back? I don't know about Kendricks. I also don't know if Thielen's got his his penis back. Yeah, because he's lost <laughs> it the last four weeks. My hammy, <laughs> oh bitch! I I I just think I think Sean Payton's out to prove something. I think Sean Payton's pissed. Uh, I think what he did with with AB like was kind of like a fuck you to the NFL. Like, you know what? I'm going to try these guys out. Yeah, they're probably doing their homework. But I think it was more of like a publicity stunt. And yeah. Like kind of like take that, Roger Goodell. It felt you. like that. You know what I mean? It felt like that. And and I just think they're out to prove something, dude. And, I mean, they played well during the season. Obviously, Breeze got hurt and, and uh, Bridgewater, you know, held it down. But I think he came back and, and him and Peyton just have something that it's like they're ready. You know what I mean? And they're actually my Super Bowl pick for the NFC. Oh, you jump ahead, huh? Yeah, sorry. Shit. <laughs> yeah, they look good, man. They've, they've they've been playing well. They're coming in hot. Um, the Vikings are getting healthy, but they rested their starters. 
They didn't have most of their players. So they might come out a little rusty, and if that happens, the Saints could jump out early, and then it's going to be a tough matchup for them to come back because they run the ball, and you don't want to play from behind when you're a run-the-ball team. Right, and it, but Camara, dude, is on, you know on the, on the Saints side, Camara's getting hot. Yeah, uh, he looked really good last two weeks. Yeah, he, he's just he's. I mean, they're getting them open. You know, he's finding holes, and he's 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 playing well, dude. So he came back from that injury really shaky. He mm-hmm. didn't he didn't look good for a while, and then it, all of a sudden, it's like just got it together. And fat last two weeks looked phenomenal. Like Breeze did the same thing too. Like he came back, yeah, and he you know, was, they were kind of cautious, and and point. everybody knew they were going to run the ball, and you know, so I think that kind of you know stifled him, stifled Kamara a little bit. But you know, once Breeze got his you know his groove back. So if Breeze wins this, is he done? Uh, I don't know. Really? I don't think he's just, he's playing just for Super Bowl. I don't think so either, but I don't know if he's going to pass up that opportunity to walk out on top. I think so, with all the records and stuff. Because what if Brady plays? You know he wants the record. You know he wants. To, you know Breeze wants to keep the record, and you know Brady wants to get it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like They might just push each other until <laughs> one of them has a heart attack. That's true. <laughs> Did you just, see Breeze <laughs> sent balls with... Uh, with thank you letters to every player that ever had a part of his yard record, like caught a, that caught a pass. Uh-huh. No shit. Yeah, there was a receiver that was they were interviewing. He had one reception for two yards, and even he got this nice ball. Came with a thank you letter, just a part of the. It was just cool. What a he time said, to be alive, where people can look those stats up yeah. and fucking like get so detailed to where you know who exactly caught the fucking ball. I like to think that guy was telling his kids over and over for the last ten years, like, "No, I caught a pass from Drew Brees." And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, dad. Yeah, right, dad." <laughs> And then that ball showed up, and he said, "See, like uh, what's his I name? knew it, Joe Horn." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's awesome, dude. He's just Brace a good, is a good dude. He really is. Good dude. I, he, I've become more and more of a fan the past few years. Mm-hmm. I've never not liked him, but I liked him coming out of Purdue, dude. I always thought he was going to be really good. Yeah. The only thing that you know, at the point when he hurt his shoulder with San Diego, I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's where I was." Because back then, like, once that I, happened, it was over. Yeah, technology yeah. wasn't that great back then. I mean. I'm saying it was, but in the, in the times, you know, and I was different. Yeah, it was different. So I didn't, I didn't think he was going to come back this fucking, you know, I heard, I seen some of, I don't know if it was on Facebook or what, but it said, um, one of the first things that Drew Brees said when they drafted, uh, Phillip Rivers was, uh, they're going to be fucking sorry or something like that. And I was like, Oh, I think they are. They are. I fucking hate Rivers. Well, I've he, never liked Rivers. Me either. He's he's, I, you know, people are like, oh, he doesn't cuss. He doesn't. He yeah, that's true. Okay. But he also complains and acts like a four year old on the field yeah. every game, yeah. every <laughs> single game. And I, like Brady complains and he's a little obnoxious too, but he's more cocky. Philip Rivers is just like a little child. Yeah. I can't stand watching him. Play. Okay, so let me ask you this: You played sports, right? Yeah. And when you're on your team, somebody does some stupid shit, and you're just like, fuck that fool. Fucking idiot, dude. You know what I mean? You might talk to somebody else on your team and be like, dude, what the fuck is he doing? You know what I mean? Do you think people on his team like talk shit about him or him being such a fucking baby? Yeah, because he yells at them in the middle of the field like he's their dad getting them in trouble and they're grown men. Yeah, you don't don't talk to people like that. And if you do, they definitely talk about him behind his back. They probably talk about him to his face. Yeah. He's probably that guy they make fun of, and he laughs along thinking it's funny, and they're laughing at him, not with him. Shut your bitch ass up, Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, like, his lineman, I, you know, like, when they do, um, like, uh, they mic people up, or, you know, they have 
video yeah. you know, of their practices and shit like that. I wonder how much footage they get of fucking Lyman just telling him off. You know what I mean? Like, dude, shut your mouth, dude. Like, you come blocked in, Philip. <laughs> like, there was a great, I don't know if you saw this, there was a great mic'd up clip where he, uh, I don't know if he was mic'd up or I think it was the defensive player that was mic'd up. Tackled him? Tackled him back in the line and he got up and complaining and the referee told him to shut the F up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. The one, I, the one I liked, well, not liked, um, actually made me hate him even more was he got hit by that, uh, was it the Jags guy? And he threw it. It was like a 92-yard touchdown. That's the one. And he gets up. That's the one. Is that the one? That's what he was doing. Yeah, he got up and he was like, you see that? You see that? The referee's like, get the F out of here. And he gets up. He's like, 92 yards through the house. Yes. And he goes, get out of here. Yeah, he, so, told, he cussed at him. He's yeah. like, get the F out of yeah. here. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rivers, that, it's a perfect example of why he's a piece of crap. Yeah, dude, he's, he's quit whining. Drop an F-bomb every once in a while, bro. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's weird, that, it's weird seeing a 40-year-old man going, Dead gummy. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. That's funny. So, yeah, uh, so I'm picking the Saints, obviously, in that one. I am as well. <laughs> I am as well, but I'm hoping for a, a, a major shoot. I'd love to see 70 points out of that game. Yeah. That'd be nice. So uh, when Jason Garrett going to get fired? Uh, Should have been seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little late. I just saw today they said that Jerry Jones doesn't want to fire him, and his contract expires on January 14th, so they're going to let it run out, so then they're not going to resign him. That way he doesn't get fired. I read, which that is stupid. Right. Just fire him. Send a message. Because right now you're sending the wrong one. You're, send, you're, you're sending a message to your team, your players, that, okay, you can be mediocre, you know, and, and if I have a relationship with you and I like you, I'll keep you around. You know what I mean? That's the wrong message to a team that's supposed that was one of the Super Bowl picks. Yes. For a lot of people. A lot of people picked these guys. And and you know what? As much as I hated it, I seen them. I, I felt that they would fucking come out of the East and compete at least to get to the NFC championship. If you had told me the Eagles were gonna be nine and seven and everybody else was gonna be dog shit, yes. I would have put even more money on the Cowboys. Like, dude. I'm uh, like, they're not gonna uh, be worse than ten and six. That's impossible. Can't be. No, right. not with all that talent, dude. And and, and for Dak to to play as well as he did for the most part of the season, for the majority of the season, and for them to just shit the bed like that. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but that was pretty fucking disappointing. Yet, at the same time, it was very awesome to yeah, watch. It was so much fun <laughs> watching. I don't know what it is, but oh, Cowboy dude. fans, when, when they get their, their butt hurt, it is hilarious. They Man, and then, every, like, remember when they started 3-0? and Everybody was like, oh, Kellen Moore is so awesome as the OC. <laughs> so fucking awesome. I'm glad they made that move. And, you know, he's doing this, blah, blah, blah. And nobody was even talking about Jason Garrett. You mean when they no, were, nobody mentioned it. When they were beating the Dolphins. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like, okay. Then the they fucking, yeah. And then they just start shit in bed and it's like oh we need to fire jason garrett jason garrett's not the one that's missing tackles out there jason garrett's not the one that fucking held out and spent his time in fucking cabo still needs to be fired but correct right right but it's like he sucks as what we don't see him in the fucking locker room i'm playing devil's advocate here let's let's talk about jason garrett i I, you could play devil's i mean he could be a i'm sure he's a team guy i'm sure just like Doug Marone in Jacksonville and just like Dan Quinn in Atlanta, the team loves those coaches. And I actually like Dan Quinn a lot more, but 
that's awesome that you have your your team's vote of confidence. That's super cool. Uh, you know, gotta appreciate that. But at the same time, if you're not making the right calls in the field, then there's not really a point of having you there. They could like you all they want. But is he making all the all the calls? I mean, Kellen Moore's ca- calling the offense. If he's not liking the offense, he's the coach. Got to take he's it not over. Gonna change. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna change it. Like that. Like like for the, the for the shit that was going on when when uh, who are they playing? who they played it was a fucking primetime game they were at the goal line if i think if they would have scored they would have won um and oh is this when tony romo missed the snap <laughs> oh, he wasn't this, his coach then. is this when des bryant missed the ball and he's going in and they thought it was a catch right yeah this he was, was fun there. that one was fun <laughs> but anyway like they made kellen moore they had zeke ezekiel elliott in the fucking backfield and they through on first and goal, second and goal. No. Yeah, they threw on first goal, first and goal, second and goal. And then on third and goal, they threw a fucking slant to him. And that's the one where he missed, where he like dropped it or some shit. And then they, they ended up, uh, I think they went for it and didn't get it or something. I, f- I forgot exactly how it went down. But it's like, I don't think he was the one that made those fucking calls. He... Yeah. Ultimately, he's not, but at the same time, it wasn't like the offense let him down. I mean, the defense gave up 30-something points to Buffalo at home on Thanksgiving. They gave up 40-plus to Sam Darnold and the Jets. So whose fault is that? At the end of the day, it's the head coach. At the head coach, when but, you're looking at your, your defense be, and your offense falling apart, it's your head coach's job. That's what he's responsible for. He's not. First of all, he's not a defensive guy. That's true. So I don't think he's going to interject his thoughts of what they should do on the defense as much as maybe he would on the offense. Do you so, think he doesn't know this season that he was on the hot seat? Like, do you think he came in season knowing? No, no, I think he absolutely He does. knew I have to win. Right. So if you know you have to win or you're going to lose your job, why not step in and make some calls when things are going awry? When you're seven and eight, I mean, you've already messed up. You've lost too much. There's got to be something you can do other than sit back and be like, I hope this works. Yeah, but so, okay, Maher, what is he going to do with him missing field goals? They brought in kickers to fucking to, to work out to maybe light a fire in his ass. And what does Bill still, Belichick do? I don't know. What would he do? He goes for it. He's, he's kicks field goals when he has to, but he go, he's gone You're for it. You're not going for it on fourth and 10 or fucking. He goes for it on fourth and four, fourth and five from the 30. Though. That's different. And then Jason you have Brady back there, bro. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you don't have Dak. I mean, you don't have Brady. Dak and Brady are fucking different. Like, because of skin color? Yeah. That's racist. A and B, they're just way different. Like, they, they don't. I would argue, while they are very different, Dak also has a particular set of skills. Okay. Uh, where he can run the ball. So he's hung? <laughs> yeah. Those skills as well. Yeah, I just, I mean, it, I get it. It sucks. You're not you're not the solely responsible for all the bad things that are happening. But when you have the talent you do on the team, you're suppo- you have the expectations, and you can't come through, and you haven't come through for seven years or whatever, how long he's been there, it's going to be your head. It's going to be your ass. And, and if it's me and it's my team, I'm going to be, I would be pulling out all kinds of weird shit at the end of the season, just trying to show that I've pulled every option I could out to get a W. But then, okay. So let's say he's, let's say he did on offense, right? He did that. And they had the success. 
they'll still be wanting to talk about a firing him, firing him, and then B, they'll fucking give all the praise and all. Oh, here's Kellen Moore again. Like, yeah, it's it's a fucking you know win lose or whatever. It, it, he's not. I don't think he was going to survive this season, regardless, unless they won the Super Bowl. And we all, I agree, it wasn't going to happen. Right. Well, was, I mean, it could have happened. I don't. They have the team that could do it, at least compete for it. Yeah. It's crazy because I think their team is better than the Green Bay Packers, who are the number two seed in the NFC. Yeah. But they didn't perform like it, so I don't know. That's crazy. Let's move on. Jason Garrett should be fired. Already. Right now. Yeah. If it pops right now, I'd be like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good call. So. Oh. No way. Two minutes ago. Cowboys have decided Jason Garrett will not be part of their future after nine years as full-time coach. <laughs> Good job. They're listening. As we're talking yes. about this shit, dude. Breaking news. Ears are burning. ESPN broke it. You just heard that. Enough said. Enough said. Moving on. Actually, it's probably two days from now. So we did say it, though. We did say it. Jeez. That was awesome. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's so deep. now they're going to go after Urban Meyer because Urban Meyer is rumored to go to the Browns or the Cowboys. I don't think he'll go to the Cowboys. Yeah, who wants to work with Jerry Jones? I, yeah, that's what I'm saying, because they don't have a GM. Right. And so I, I think Urban Meyer would would absolutely expect to have... The Bill Parcells treatment where you can just buy your groceries or whatever he said? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just do that and and have a little bit more control of the team and do what he wants and only answer to... I mean, ultimately, you got to answer to the owner, but just be the dollars and cents guy, you know, owner. Right. Let let the GM and the coach and the player personnel talk about the game. Talk about the team. Talk about what their game plan is to fucking try to get to that Super Bowl that the Cowboys are so fucking for the past nine fucking seasons (laughs) have been, you know, talked about. Um, But, yeah, I, I think I don't think Urban would want that. I think he wants more control. And also going to the Browns makes more sense to me. I mean, he's there. If, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I'd rather go play for the Browns, honestly. Well, let me ask you this. If you were Urban Meyer and you're looking at Dallas's roster, you're just looking at roster. Okay. You're looking at Dallas's roster with knowing that they're going to be trying to figure out what they're going to do because they got to sign Dak. They got to sign Amari Cooper. They got some issues they got to work out. But you got that roster or you got the Browns roster. Which one would you want? Browns. Yeah, I agree. Defense, Miles Garrett. Defense is better. Offensively, I, I couldn't imagine how it would feel so good to have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yes, I don't. I would be smitten. <laughs> That's cute. Smitten by that. Smitten. No, absolutely, dude. And then you got Baker Mayfield, who has who's shown the potential to be a fucking pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I don't like him, but you're right. I, I don't like him. I don't like his character. I don't like the person he is. I think I don't he's like a his commercials. Douchebag. Yeah, his commercials. He is a douchebag. <laughs> I. You know. All that said. He's still he could still be a decent QB, and especially with Urban Meyer coming out. And if he was to coach him, like Urban Meyer has understanding of what younger people, you know what I mean, right. are and do yep. and, and their potential because he's played in them. He's played against them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he can relate to them. them. Yeah, so he can relate to that. And I think he would be able to get a lot more out of the diva, fucking Odell Beckham, you know, and Landry. Landry's not quite as bad as fucking yeah, ODB, but 
Right. He still performs. I think it's one of those situations where Landry was a little bit of a diva, but then when he's on the same team as ODB, he, fed he off was of like, that. oh, I'm way like, not that I bad. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me tone it down a little that bit. I look like Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, think, I think Urban Meyer would be more effective with the Browns, more successful with the Browns. But, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe fucking... Jerry offers him something he can't refuse. And yeah, that's he, possible. He gets paid fucking Gruden money. He you know, could. and he could. you better win this fucking Super Bowl. And you I know. would just love to see the Browns be good. I think a lot of people feel this way, but me too. It's been a so it's been so long since they've been a, a a real contender. And this year they were supposed to. They had all the expectations, and they didn't live up to it. But it would just be fun. That's a good. That's a really good fan base there. It's yeah, a good football they're loyal town. As fuck. Yes. They're loyal as hell. They definitely earned it. So I'm hoping that happens. Yeah. Because if it's not Urban Meyer, they just interviewed Mike McCarthy, and I don't feel good about that at all. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I think Mike McCarthy could be good also. Um, I just think Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers was too – Now, actually, maybe it wouldn't work because if Aaron Rodgers was yeah. the diva-ish fucking QB – What's we'll he going to do thing. with yeah. three, yeah. four divas? Yeah, that's fucking true. Cleveland Divas. That's a real-time thought process right there, guys. I know. Yeah, this is awesome. You should see the smoke going off in here. <laughs> no, that's my fart. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. We are All coming. Right. Real quick, we're coming at you guys from the new studios here at uh, Beacon Studios. Um, they moved from uh, Crippen Street, West Coast, West Side. Um, they moved from there, and they moved downtown. So we're currently on 19th Street. Um, it looks awesome. They're still in the process of moving a lot of things, getting their studios ready, and... They even put a makeshift table for us to make sure we can we can record. So it's nice. Yeah, dude. So yeah, man. Um, you Intimate. know, like 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 yeah, exactly. Like I said though, if if you guys need, you know, music uh, recording, you know, an engineer that knows his stuff, John Merlo, he's he's really good at it. He's he knows his stuff. He studies it. He goes to uh, conferences. He goes to, you know, different things that helps his his craft and help him learn more. And and he's just He's amazing, guys. So, um, also, if you guys need like anything for photos, for videos, for commercials, if you have a business and you're looking to get your your name out there and and have a, a good commercial to to put out there, um, get with them, Jason Mitchell. Uh, they they do a great job, guys. So um, that's just a little plug for them. Making Wave Music, Beacon Studios, One Stop Shop. Solid. Solid. <laughs> All right. So you got Riverboat Ron in Washington. I love it. He's got Jack Del Rio as his defensive coordinator. Don't love it. <laughs> you think he's got a shot with the with the chaos in Dallas and Philadelphia falling apart? I think Ron does. I just don't think Jack Del Rio is that good of a DC. Yeah. He's not going to have the personnel he had in Denver. Um, he, the players, I mean, he's not going to have that. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. He, I just, Ron, though, is he's a great fucking man. Um he knows how to get the the most out of the players. He's a fucking players coach, you know. And and I think he's gonna. I think he'll he'll succeed in in changing the culture and getting that culture back to. Um, Do you, you know, really? Play yeah, playing well. What he's playing I, for the worst owner in the NFL. Didn't, I was gonna get there. I think it also has to be a, a, a situation where Dan is finally gonna be like, let me step back a little bit. Let me do, let me, let him do, let the coaching staff hire a fucking GM so they can, or no, I, obviously hire another one because he just fired the guy that was running it. Um, 
find somebody that those two can can get on the same page, run that team, and like I said earlier with Jerry, just be the fucking dollars and cents guy. Yeah. I do think that they're ready for that though. I do think Dan is finally fucking coming and thinking like we need to do something here in DC. Like dude. I hope so, man. It's been a long time. Yeah. He's been the same way for since I've been little. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy is just a cancer in the yeah. I think it's gonna work out though. Owner I, th- community. I think I think uh you know, a couple good drafts. They got a good base. I mean, Haskins although was Absolute garbage when he came out immediately. He's actually put it together and finished the season pretty well. Yeah. McLaurin looks fantastic. Uh, they, you know, they ran into Peterson, but if he could stay, stay healthy, healthy bro. yeah, he looks so good. And he's his such a bruiser. Little, little flash of work. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Really cool looking. He's he was exciting. I picked yeah. him up and and rode that horse for two mm-hmm. weeks until it died. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I'm really excited about. I am so happy that Freddie Kitchens got fired. I could not stand him. I hated the fact that they promoted him and then gave him the team. I couldn't stand the way he ran the offense. I hated watching the Browns play. I watched their games like six times a season. I don't know why. It's like a car accident. Couldn't I hated away. his interaction with the media. Yes. Every- like, what, you, this is your fucking job. Yeah. Answer, to, answer the question. If you don't like it, do what Bill Parcells does. and just fucking, Or not Bill Parcells. Bill Belichick does. Be like, all right, we're on to the next one. Yeah. Or just give them fucking whatever they want to hear and then boom, you know, move along. Don't start getting into this. You know, he said, she said, or this, you know, Baker's this. And, you know, well, what do you want him saying? And then, and then the shit that went down with fucking Miles, uh, Miles Garrett and homeboy from Pittsburgh. Yeah. The next fucking day, he's wearing a shirt that says. Uh, he started it. Yeah, he started it. That's How stupid. old are you? Exactly. And, and what are you? You're not a position coach. You're not a fucking ball boy. You're the head fucking coach of the fucking... You're the face of the team. Yes. You're a head coach of an NFL team, and you're sitting here wearing shit like that. A fucking novelty t-shirt that somebody made talking shit. And then people ask you about it, and you're just like, oh, you know, somebody made it for me. I wore it. But I wore a jacket over it. Bitch, please. Yes. Yeah, dude. It's I, bad. I he, completely agree. He he didn't know he didn't know what he was doing. Um, I think they should have gave the team to Greg Williams. And I don't like Greg Williams. I like I like his his. He's good. He's good, but I I haven't liked him since since the whole Saints scandal. And it's not because of the Saints scandal because that's not I don't think he was the only guy in the league giving out bounties and stuff. But I just don't like the way that he holds himself. And he doesn't look like a personable guy. I'm not a big fan. Good coach though. We're not talking about like here. That's We're talking right. about winning. You love Ron Rivera. You just said it. Yeah, but he's but he's <laughs> but he's. Go on. Gonna win. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, and Freddie Kitchens, not just not just the interaction with the media and outside and his immaturity. It was the on-field coaching. It was being down on the seven-yard line and running shovel passes and pitches when you have two running backs that can both pound it in. It was not using your tight ends. It, mm. I mean, it's just not throwing to Odell Beckham. Not How long does it take to get Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham on the same page? It's crazy to me that it would take all season for them to start to throw out patterns effectively. And they, they really couldn't do it. I mean, at the end of the season, Odell caught a couple balls, caught a couple touchdowns. He seemed a little bit better. But there's no reason that you could take one of the best receivers in football, and that's what he was with Eli Manning, yeah. who's widely considered to be not a great quarterback, mm-hmm. and – not be able to throw him the ball, not be able to get him passes, simple passes. It's crazy to me. You, yeah. I would, I would have them out in the field for hours a day, hitting this, getting down on it. They, I'm sure the players wanted to do that. I'm sure they didn't go home every day going, "Ah, eh, we'll get it eventually." I don't think Baker had that fucking mentality. I don't think Baker Maybe was not, like, I don't like. You it. know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't think 
how do I say it? I don't think Baker was the one was the first one in the fucking gym and the last one out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah. he was that guy. I don't think so either. You know, I obviously he. I was don't know, out. but I don't picture that. Yeah, me either. I I think he was more concerned with, you know, his image and making money and you know just, you know, oh well, I'm in the NFL now. He's 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 Johnny Manziel part two. God, that's exactly what I felt when they drafted him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, maybe a little bit better talent wise, but do we really know? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. You know, because what's happening, you know, in front of the media, in front of the cameras when he's getting interviewed, all that shit's overshadowing what potential he has. You know what I mean, what, yeah. how good he can actually be. And it's like, dude, like just fucking assert yourself, get in the gym work, like you said, work with the fucking receivers, get out there and fucking practice, practice, practice. I guarantee you, dude, if they did that, they, they, they Probably would have won the North. He, as as good as the the Pittsburgh Steelers played, the Ravens, think, huh? The Ravens. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah, um, but yeah, they definitely were overtaking Pittsburgh. Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason they should. There's no reason they should be behind Pittsburgh. Yeah, I I, I think I, I think they. I don't think they were doing their their part. You know, no, in and, terms and, of working, and that's probably a lot to do with coaching too. There wasn't a coach yeah. there telling them what he needed to do. There's not a lot of veteran presence on the Browns team, and that's what they're they're lacking. That but. was part of the reason why they kept Kitchens, right? Because of the relationship he had with Baker. Allegedly, yeah, but they, Baker doesn't need a buddy, right? <laughs> he doesn't need I a raw rod cheerleader behind him. He needs someone that's going to give him the business and tell him what he needs to do. Yeah, yeah. They fired uh, the GM too, huh? What's yeah. his name? Oh fucking. Uh, oh man. What is that guy's name? John Dorsey. There we go. Yeah, Glenn Dorsey. Glenn Dorsey. <laughs> no, it's John Dorsey. <laughs> Fucking dick. Glenn Dorsey was a quarterback. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. So, Super Bowl prediction. You got the Saints and who? Ravens. Oh my God! This is on the record. Saints and Ravens. I'm, okay. You know what? No. Oh, you're going back. I'm gonna go Saints and Chiefs. He's gonna edit this out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, it's just I just been Saints and Chiefs would just, be so amazing. I'm just going back and forth between the Ravens and Chiefs, um, only because the Ravens, yeah, they lost to them during the season, but they were in Arrowhead. Yep. Um, I just they're playing at home this time. You know, if they both get there, uh, you know, I just think I just think the fucking Ravens. Lamar's like he's he's good. I mean he's he is good. He's good. Now you know uh, what's his name? The Chiefs D DC um, Spagnola or whatever. Um, th- he's got the defense playing better. Yeah, you know for the Chiefs and you know maybe maybe they're able to stop him and and they would, but it's just hard. You know it's hard to stop a running QB. Like it's it's it know. is. It is, but I, you know, honestly, I could see the Ravens losing to the Titans. I could see the Ravens losing to the Bills. I could see the Ravens losing to the Chiefs. I just don't feel comfortable putting my money on the Ravens going all the way. Lamar Jackson doesn't have the experience. The team doesn't really have the experience. Well, he played in the playoffs last year. I think that at some point, someone's going to catch him. And it might not be this season. They might make it all the way. But someone's going to catch on, put together a defense that stops this offense. And then you'll find out the formula of what it t- takes to beat that team, just like they did with the Rams, just like they did with Vic, just like they did with Tebow. Everybody found a system that 
that worked. Yeah, but the- Vic, but they didn't run an RPO with Vic, really. No, did they, they didn't. But they had it. They had their own offense. Vic, Vic ran and one Vic where was really. He was yeah, a good pocket QB. He was very. He was much. I tell everybody that. Everybody argues with me. Dude was really good in the pocket. Everybody's like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's not a good passer. He mm-hmm. gets no. by. Mm-hmm. He gets by. His passes are like Mahomes. Like he'll he'll do tosses. <laughs> yeah. And he'll chuck it sideways. Mm-hmm. He's very innovative. He's he's a good quarterback. I'm not taking anything away from him other than the fact that it's obvious he is not a good passer. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of work to do there. Vic had a cannon, a rifle. He was good in the pocket. He had great feet back there. He wasn't as I don't know if he was the size of Lamar Jackson. He can get that. He could push like that. Lamar takes a lot of hits, but I think he was I think it was a little bit beef, a little beefier than he might have been. Lamar. He might have been, but Lamar, it's just they're different quarterbacks. Vic Absolutely. Vic was more of a passer, mm-hmm. and he didn't get credit for it. Right, I agree. So my pick, I'm going Chiefs and Packers. And the Packers is, uh, I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I do see Packers at home. Uh, they're a better team there. They have a lot of experience, a veteran team. So if, they, if they're if they able to take on Minnesota at home, that's an easy that's an easy win. Green Bay? You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I'm sorry, not Minnesota. If they're able to take on the Saints at home, I think that'd be a tough game. But if they take on the 40, or who's the... The Seahawks, Seahawks or Eagles, I think they'll take care of both. Well, it would teams. be the highest seed playing the number two team, right? Right. So if Minnesota wins, they would take on San Francisco. San Francisco. So then the Packers would take on the winner of Seattle and Seattle Philly winner. Philly, yeah. If the Saints win, then the Packers take on the Saints, no matter what. So that would be a tough game, and, and but I do think the Saints are going to lose. That's probably the only place they're going to lose. I think Breeze would go into San Francisco and dominate. Based on what? Because it's cold? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not talking about the team per se. I'm, t- I'm t- talking about the fact that he plays well in domes and also in warm weather and outdoors. He doesn't play bad in the cold. He has good stats there, but he also doesn't play in the snow and in the cold like that. He doesn't put up Drew Brees numbers. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's more of a cold, normal yeah. normal quarterback. Still right. good. Uh, he's definitely not a Derek Carr, you know what I mean? The cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's no Blake Bortles. <laughs> Interesting. I know. It's unusual. I'm going outside the box a little bit. Packers. Yeah, shit. I mean, I think they're one of the most balanced teams. Sometimes. You know, Sometimes Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to really necessarily throw a touchdown. He hasn't been great. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he doesn't been... he doesn't necessarily have to take over a game and be the fucking, you know, the one to win it for them this year. Right. Like, Aaron Jones, you know, he went off. Now, the question is, is Devontae Adams going to be – you know, pretty good in the fucking playoffs. You know what I mean? He's going to be available, 100% healthy, you know, still, you know, out there. He'll be out there. I just don't know if, I don't know. I don't know if he'll make a fucking impact in the game. I hope he will. I'm banking on the Niners not being there. I think if Green Bay has to go into San Francisco, it's a bad matchup for him. Yeah. So if San Francisco gets knocked out prior to that game, I think Green Bay sets up pretty well. Plus, they'd have another home game. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I'm hopeful. I like that. I'm hopeful it's a different one, but I think that'd be a fun. I, I really prefer. To, I'd love to see Saints Chiefs. That would be. I think it's most people's exciting Super Bowl ah, they yeah. want to see. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Chiefs Packers. All right, so now we're get to the what my favorite part of the show is. Ooh, porn. Yes, porn. Like yes, liquid hot porn. <laughs> uh, decade ended, so we want to look back at the uh, the best players of the decade, and we're gonna do it for baseball because we started 2020. We're a couple months away from baseball season. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get so excited pretty soon. <laughs> but look back at the the last decade. We put together an all-decade baseball team. So it's nine starters. Pitcher, catcher, first, second, third, short, left, center, right. 
Uh, me and Tony are going to put together our teams here and go did over. You, did you add a DH or no? I mean, we could. It doesn't really matter. I have and I don't have, so it depends on what you want to do. <laughs> it's all good. All right, so I'm going to start pitcher. All-decade pitcher. I'm going to go Justin Verlander. I'm going to go Justin Verlander because he has eight all-star appearances, AL MVP, rookie of the year, ALCS MVP, three no-hitters, two in this decade, um, led the league in Ks five times, led the league in wins three times. So, phenomenal. Yeah. He's also he's also my pitcher. Yeah. I was, I was going back and forth between him and Kershaw. Right. Kershaw was, as much as I hate the fucking Dodgers, yep. Kershaw was unstoppable, bro. Yeah. He was... Nobody could fucking hit off of him. His ERA is phenomenal. Yeah. It's still, even with the shitty shitty years he's had these past two. And I wouldn't yeah. even say shitty. They were just They're just not, not Kershaw. Kershaw. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, and, and you know, he went from three years ago, that stretch of, what, five seasons that he was their number one guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? To being a number two guy and still possibly being their number one guy. You know what I mean? Like, until they got Bueller, yeah. you know, it, it was. I mean, his playoff record and appearances and stuff and. His postseason appearances that that does weigh in on on how I view him. You know, right, I, I'm not right. I'm not immune to that, but I also respect the numbers he puts up. His ERA is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he is he's a he's a great regular season pitcher. Yeah. I mean, he's just shut down. Awesome lefty, yeah. what, amazing curveball, super good. But Justin Verlander, his his career path is so fantastic mm-hmm. that it was too hard to pass up. Yeah. No, you're right. I I, I agree. The one stat. That I think just blows everybody out of the water with Verlander is the fact that he's married to Kate Upton. Yeah, really Un- underrated. You know yeah. what I mean? I just, I just think that puts everybody, puts him over the top, you know, above everybody. We could have erased all these stats and just wrote that. And that's it. Yeah. And and not to mention, not to mention those fucking leaked photos of him and her. <laughs> did you ever see those? I did not. They were hilarious. Dude. I don't look at any. They were photos. nothing. They were nothing like, you know nasty or anything like that they were just of them there was one particular picture where they're both standing side by side looking back into the bathroom mirror you know naked and they're showing their butt and the smile that justin verlander has <laughs> so fucking funny dude you need to check it out dude it's, you know it was his hilarious. idea that's why uh, probably he's like let's do this she said all right this is weird but okay and he's like yes so funny dude so funny but yeah he was my pitcher too like I said, I was I was going back and forth between him and, and Kershaw, but just of overall, you know, number of Cy Youngs, the no hitters, the, you know, those those three no hitters, um, winning a championship with the Astros and the Tigers, didn't he? Yep. You know, and it's like, dude, he he was solid. I don't think he's lost much velocity either. He's still fucking throwing up, you know, hundred over late in the game, you know. So, you know, he's just he's that pitcher. He was that you know generational guy. Who's your catcher? This one I had I had trouble with. I was I mean I had trouble with most of it because there was a lot of people I wanted to pick. But right. for me it was between two y- Yachty and, and Buster. Buster. Yeah, Buster. The Giants won three fucking you know championships and he was big in every single one of them. He was like he was fucking huge. Dude, I feel like I got it. There we go. I got it. I had a moco hanging. But that is Spanish for dollar. <laughs> booger. Um, yeah, so I, he just, you know, he was, he was fucking great in those playoff runs, um, or championship runs. He, you know, still had great regular seasons, um, solid behind the plate, dude, rarely had a missed ball 
or pass ball. Fucking threw people out like nothing. Like great arm on him. Um, just a great captain on the field, dude. And on the on the pit on the diamond. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then when he broke his leg, it kind of he kind of not like super downhill, but you know he's 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 come back to to you know human. He's he's human. Yeah, he has. So you went Buster, huh? I went Buster. I went Yachty. Mm. I went Yachty or Molina. Um, mostly because probably the best best arm in the game. He's amazing. He's still doing it, but mostly because twelve hundred ninety one games catching versus nine hundred eighty for Buster. His durability was one of the things that stood out the most. Yeah. Um, outside of that, though, nine All Stars, two championship rings, Silver Slugger, nine Gold Gloves. It's hard to argue with. I mean, it, both those catchers are phenomenal. Yeah. And Buster's three championships in the decade were hard to top. I only went with Yachty for his durability and because. When it came down to who's the better catcher, I wanted to go with Yachty over Buster. Buster's a much better hitter. Can't Actually, I don't even want to say them. much better because Yachty was, like he said, he won a silver slugger. He had a good average. He was a really good hitting catcher. Very yeah, underrated for, for a long time. For average, too. Yeah, yeah. For average. He was really good, dude. Yeah. I think I, he was over 300 for the majority of the seasons that he played and dipped under it, you know, for whatever reason. But still, but he was still, around there. Around was right there. there when catchers know? were hitting 260, you know, Yachty was hitting maybe. 295. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, he's solid. So, yeah, I wanted to go with him. First base, I went Joey Votto. Okay. Joey Votto, just a great professional hitter. Led the league in OBP for the whole decade, mm-hmm. and that's out of every spot. Yep. So, and that's including Mike Trout. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Um, he was an MVP. Nothing fantastic. You know, the Reds have never been good. Yeah. But, that's sad, too. Yeah. They could never piece a team together around him. No, or J- and Jay Bruce. And Jay Bruce, you know. Yeah. They had some players, but they never could do it. They never had pitching. And it's, plus, it's hard to pitch in that ballpark. That is a home run ballpark. Yep. But Joey Votto, fantastic. Always on base. Great average. Great hitter. Very consistent middle lineup. I love that he takes walks. Yeah. He's kind of the – he was the original – Scrappy. Original Freddie Freeman. Yeah. I do like – I like – he's – I mean, and I, I don't – maybe I just don't notice it as much, but he's one of the few that adjusts – his fucking grip. I love that. Two strikes, you know I mean? he chokes up. He chokes up. Him fucking, and Rizzo. That's yeah. the only two that I know of. You know what I mean? And 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 maybe more people do it, but I don't see it. Not power hitters. No. You don't see that hardly and, ever. And, dude, he's just all about getting the bat on the ball. He is. You know what I mean? And it rarely strikes out, dude. He's he's definitely somebody who's going to put God, it in God, I love that. I love that. Scrappy, dude. Everybody strikes out now. You hardly ever see guys that want to choke up, put the ball in play because they don't want to go down on strikes. Right. With all the baseball metrics, they're trying to... You know, strikeouts better than double play, but mm-hmm. shit, dude, how many times you hit double play? A lot less than you're going to strike out. Yeah, 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 dude. So, um, that's a good one. My third base, my first baseman too was Joey Votto. Um, but I, I did go back and forth between him and and um, uh, Adrian Gonzalez, Adrian um, Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, Agon. Yeah. Who else is what other Adrian you're going to say? <laughs> no, Adrian. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, only because he, for as big as a dude he was, as he was, you know what I mean? And in, in body style, body type. Yeah. He was durable. Like he, uh, up until these past few seasons where he, he was just hurt, you know, and didn't play much, but he was a good contact first baseman too. He was, but he had fucking power. He had, you know, he can, he can hit, you know, and, um, but the problem with him dude. is he was good for the first six years of the decade disappeared for the last four. Yeah. 
That was my heart. That was but, a that, prob- but that's a lot. That's that. That's you could say that for uh, every position. Yeah, every decade player. I was trying to find know? players that did it for a decade. There was a lot of players that I wanted to mention on here. Like I want, I'd love to put Mookie Betts on my list. Yeah, but he didn't start playing until 2014, and yeah. I thought I don't want to take that away from a guy who's been here, who's been doing it for the whole decade. You know, or nine out of the ten years. It's old creaky walls in here. He's telling me you guys heard that. <laughs> I had to. That one's definitely not waffles, though. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, I was going back and forth between that. Oh, and then also, he's he's a great dude, and yeah. I'm biased. He's Mexican. You know what I mean? I like that. Well, that's true. So, what can you do about that? Yeah. Who'd you have a two bag? Two bag. I had Dustin Pedroia. Oh, that's a good one. Because he played for the Red Sox for nine years. Yeah. Did it for the entire decade yeah. and was a. Dude, you could call him nails. He's he was the Lenny Dykstra of modern baseball. Like true. dirty, would get dirty, scrappy, bro. One of the heavier bats in the fucking league, but still was just like he a, dude. He swung a heavy hit. bat, yeah, dude. Yes, and every swing he was not getting fucking cheated out of. That dude was swing the bat with everything he had in that little fucking six foot frame, <laughs> dude. Like he was, he was he's a tiny dude, bro, but he was scrappy and. I don't know how many gold gloves he had, you know, but he did win a championship with them. Like he he was just really good, dude. I I, I and I liked him. I liked him. Yeah, he's phenomenal, dude. I, I love those old scrappy players. You don't get those very many Mm-mm. very much anymore. Yeah, good one. I went with uh here's you know, I'm gonna start with this. I wanted to go Robinson Cano. And I I I didn't think of him coming into this, but when I started going over the players, the numbers and the stats. I forgot how dominant Robbie Cano was, especially with the Yankees beginning of his career. Yeah. But throughout the decade, what numbers he put up were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The reason I didn't go with him is because he's a piece of crap and he got caught with steroids. Steroids. Yeah. So <laughs> I said, you know what? As a tiebreaker, you lose. You know, and he he played well with the Mariners. Um, like you said, his stretch with the Yankees was probably what stands out in his career. Oh, yeah. His you stats that I mean? he accumulated like, at the beginning were huge. Yeah. So if you want to say, okay... You know, he only did it for four years with the Yankees. You know, he didn't do it a decade long, but I don't know. Like, I just don't – I see what he did as – in terms of, like, like individual stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you, could the Yankees have won the championship without him? Who knows? But I, I just think I, – I think he was more of an individual accolade kind of thing instead of more of an influence for the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But second baseman I did go with was Jose Altuve. Oh, you didn't go with him? I did not go with Cano. Oh. I wanted to go with Cano, okay. but I did not go with Cano because okay. of that. So I went Jose Altuve. Um, he started in 2011, so he caught nine years of the decade. But, uh, you know, he's six-time All-Star, AL MVP, ALCS MVP, Gold Glove, five-time Silver Slugger. He has the AL Hank Aaron Award, three-time AL batting champion, two-time AL stolen base leader. He put up great statistics, and yep. he's an everyday player. And he's kind of like a underrated Dustin Pedroia because he's small, scrappy, yeah. but he doesn't always get as dirty and jacked up like Dustin right. does. You know what I mean? Dustin's right. like an in-your-face, I messed up like an old mm-hmm. boxer. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, Jose Altuve does it every day. He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and for a and guy who's like 5'1". I was about to say that. The fact <laughs> that he's so small and – Everything going against him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, you know, not, not not a big person at all. And he fucking pulled it off and he's thriving right now, you know? And 
He's done it for so long, so. That's true. Good pick. Yeah, so third base, I went uh, Miguel Cabrera. Originally, I had him as a DH, but I didn't know if we are going to use a DH, so or I slid him into third base. Could have him at first, too. Could have him at first, yeah. Could have had him in a couple positions. I went third base. Uh, back-to-back MVP, 2010-2011, obviously. Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> he led the league in batting average in 2011 and 2015, Oof. which is pretty impressive for a guy his size. And that yeah. was one of the things that was always stood out about him was he had a, he had massive power. Yeah. But he's also a phenomenal hitter. Yeah. And he was kind of like Manny Ramirez in the way that he could put the ball wherever he wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's very similar to what Miguel, but Miguel Carrera was so much bigger. Yeah. I remember that one game we went to, the Dodger-Tiger game. Yes. When you got tickets. Yes. And we seen him. And I was, at first, this is like one of the first times I've seen him. And I was like, dude, that's fucking Miguel Cabrera. And in like in real life and in person, he didn't look all that big to me. Yeah. But when you see him on camera or, you know, on TV... Like Jesus, this is fucking huge. You know what I mean? Like, and he's you know powerful and and yeah, he is. You know, but yeah, that's he. He was. He he's was, still playing. He, yeah, and he doesn't get any accolades anymore because he's not anything like he used to be. Right. But he's still putting up average MLB numbers mm-hmm. at the end of his career. Yeah. He's good, dude. Good, good pick. Yeah, I, I like, like that one. I went. Let me guess. Adrian Beltre. Yep. Yeah. For longevity, obviously. Right. Dude's been doing it. Um, but he's just a wall at third base. He is so, like, dude, you know what I mean? And even at the age that he was doing it, like he was like hardly anything would get by him. Still had a decent arm. Yep. Could fucking hit. I think he's he's got a lifetime batting average of like two ninety right now. He's always cracked me up how he hit. Mm-hmm. He's he's such a violent swinger. Yeah. And drops to one knee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he drops to one knee. That's <laughs> that was one of my favorite things, or you know, watching him playing is is that. Obviously, I didn't like, you know, when he would play against the A's because he was just good. You know, yeah. And, and he was. So it was. But it was smart of him to go to Texas. Mm-hmm. That was a good move at the end of his career. Yeah. So yeah, I went with him. That was a good one, man. That's a. I looked at that one too for a little bit because how do you not, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you get short? I, I I put two. It was a nightmare. Yeah. I didn't really like any of my shortstops. Neither did I. And I almost went with a homer one. <laughs> with fucking, Chad uh, Pinder. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I almost went with, with um, uh, Marcus Simeon. Ooh. Only because he's so under the radar. And a lot of the people that play for the A's are go under the radar. Let's be real. Probably the majority of them do. Um, just because it's the A's. Right fucking rich farm system team if you want to call him um but i almost went with him because he's he's literally developed into a really really good fucking shortstop he is hitting wise yep he's minimized his errors every year like he's reduced them by like fuck five or ten you know every year and he's gotten better and he's he was in the mvp running you know what yeah. I mean? For, for, for this year. You know who really appreciates Simeon? Fantasy baseball players. Probably. Good fantasy baseball players love that guy because he's cheap. You can get him later in drafts, and he just is so solid yeah. all year long. He gives you every number you're looking for. Mm-hmm. He even has a little power. You know, yeah. it's yeah, he, he gets you every metric. Home runs. Exactly. Like, he's, and you get him late in drafts. Yeah. It's he's, beautiful. He's solid, dude. I almost went with him. Almost. But I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with, and you're probably going to be like, uh, what the fuck? But I'm going to go with Anderson Simmons. Oh, what the fuck? Yep. 
Dude played. I actually, I, I appreciate this. He's he's gone for so fucking long. He's solid there at shortstop. Rarely has any errors. He's one of the best defensive shortstops. He's one of the best defensive players. Players, in the game. yes. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't have eye popping stats, dude. Never does. But his his wins above replacement, bro, is fucking way up there, dude. Like it, it's crazy. So I went with him based and on he's that. every day. Yeah, I, I went with him on that. Just or I went with him in there for his longevity. I think he's his lifetime average is like two sixty. Yeah, like that. no bueno. Yeah, I just think he's he's. It sucks that he's with the Angels right now. Maybe they get better. Maybe you know, but they were just strapped with that pool hose contract that they weren't able to get pitching that would in turn help them a lot more. You know what yeah. I mean? And then at that point, you get pitching. Let your fucking defense. You know, let them play. You know, let them, you know. But I don't know. I just. But anyway, yeah, I went with him. I was also gonna go with Tulo. Um, obviously had a fucking great Colorado Rocky. Yeah, career but you know he went downhill after he went to toronto for a little bit and then new york i did go with tulo did you yeah and it, it's not something i'm super proud of i don't think tulo was the best player by any means for the decade but i also didn't have a good shortstop pool to choose from because a lot of the players who i was looking at i just didn't i didn't like for for this list because of the time they put in, mm-hmm. um, like Francisco Lindor is fantastic, and yeah, I could easily see putting him in. But he's since fifteen, I think. It was. Yeah, and then Carlos Correa, but he's same. You know, hasn't been doing it long enough. Missed right. the season, so I went too low because he was awesome when he came out in in, in twenty ten. He was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, what a player! And obviously, everybody talks about Colorado stats, and yes, yeah. they do play a part in your stats and. And what numbers you put up. But at the same time, when I'm trying to look back at a, at a shortstop, I don't remember for the decade. Kind of like Arenado. Yeah, that's true. Er- yeah. Arenado is fucking phenomenal at yes, third base. He is such a glove. Yeah. I love watching. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of guys like watching play defense. Arenado is one of them. Yeah. I love that. I do like uh, Matt Chapman of the A's, though. Yeah, he's really good, too. Yeah. I thought when they lost Donaldson, it'd be a little more difficult for him to replace him, but nope. But yeah, anyways, Tulo, man, uh, excited about him. Five-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger, two gold gloves, and he never get remembered for his glove at short, but he was a oh, solid shortstop. I, fuck, I do. <laughs> that dude was People talked about his power all the time, and it kind of overshadowed the fact that he had a good glove, but when they had Tulo and Arenado on the side, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I almost went with Azdrubal Cabrera at short, too. Yeah, Just good. the playmaking ability that he has. Yep, and longevity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah solid. But yeah, I went Tulo. Yeah, he was, he was my other one if I didn't go with. Um, what's his face? Andrelton. Andrel, Andrelton Simmons. So, my left fielder. Uh, I'm not proud of this. Why not? I just, I don't, I didn't like any of them. And then the one that I decided to go with, I kind of questioned myself, even on the whole way here. Mm. I was like, why are you going to go with this guy, you know? <laughs> but out of the options that I had, I went 100 pence. Okay. It's weird. It's weird, but... I liked Hunter so Pence. So unorthodox. He was such a he's a weird guy. Yeah. He's a weird guy. But I love the way he plays. He has a he he looks like a clown in the outfield, but he has a great arm. Yeah. He looks like a clown at the plate, but he has good power and a solid back and yeah. go both sides of the field. He looks like a clown when he runs, but and he still has a lot of bases. Fucking hustler. Yeah. He's and he, he's just he's a weird guy, but I just loved watching him play. He's played in, in Texas. He played in San Francisco. He played in Houston. He's He's put together a good career, mm-hmm. and his stats, he's, he's one of those players that doesn't have league-leading stats in this or that. 
But he's been in the MVP voting five times. He's yep. finished in the MVP voting with MVP votes, which is hard to do. And for a guy that's never won it and a guy that's never been anything fantastic, it's, it's he put together a good career. Yeah. And there wasn't all left fielders that I really loved. So and you put him out, you put him out in left field, you don't gotta worry about him. Exactly. You know what I mean? You don't have That's to go into the game and be like, fuck, should we put this guy here? Should we, well, it's bats this. And then you don't think about it. You go, okay, Hunter, you're playing left. Exactly. Like he, you know, it's, 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 it's nothing to, you know, unless he's hurt. Which he had durability issues. Yeah. He does. But, but yeah, I, I, I like that one. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. My left fielder, it's a homer. It's definitely a homer. Yoenis <laughs> Cespedes. Oh, yeah. Dude was a diva. One of the only players I've ever known that fucking plucks his eyebrows. That's it's true. Very, very flashy with with you know his clothes, what he does. He's that diva type that knows he's good and you know stuff like that. But the reason I did it was because he had the Hollywood, I guess, style for a team that wasn't about it. You yeah. know what I mean? They didn't care about somebody being flashy. They didn't care about you know so you know being on the fucking highlight reel all the time. They just went out. They wanted to fucking play, be scrappy, and win, right? I guess you could say he did Puig the right way. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and he was just, dude, he was, he, when he was on, he was on, dude. Dude could fucking hit for power. Obviously won the home run derby and just blew everybody out of the water, that one. It, it, it was fucking his, fun his to see. arm is so awesome. Yes, and that was the other reason that I was going to get to this guy. The one play that I will never forget was there were playing the angels trout fucking hit a shot to left and he comes up and tries to grab it and it cut, it slips out of his fucking glove. Well, Howie Kendrick's rounding third when he fucking bobbles it. Well, he's getting to third bobbles it ball goes to the fence, left field fence. He comes up to it. Barrett looks before he grabs the ball, grabs the ball fucking without even like, it was crazy. Turns, chucks it, dude, on a fucking laser. Yeah. Gets him out at home, dude. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, dude. And when he's walking back to left field, he's like, he looks and he winks. He's just like, yep. He's like, dude, you fucked up, first of all. Right. You saved your ass. And then now you're winking like, oh, I knew what I was doing. Like, yeah. come on, brother. But, yeah, it, definitely a homer pick for me for left field. But, dude, was just – he was – besides fucking, like – um the hell's his name? Uh, Henderson for for the A's back in the seventies. Besides him yeah. in left field, uh, that's probably one of the bigger ones that they've ever had. You know, in terms of of celebrity and in terms of you know overall skill, I guess. Right. So yeah, I went with him. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. He's the. I can't say enough about his cannon, dude. It's, yeah, dude. It's so much fun watching guys that have arms like that just. Let him let him it's lose. It's impressive, dude. Yeah. I love seeing those fucking outfield assist plays. Yep. We got a center. Who do I got in center? I got Mike Trout, man. How do you not? How do you not have Mike Trout? Three time MVP this decade. Yep. I, I mean, agree. You can't even I was gonna go with Coco Crisp, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dang. I, I went with Mike Trout too. It's just He's so good that I don't even want to speak about his stats. I'm like Mike Trout, that should be enough. Yeah. Take it and go. Boom. Why do I have to explain Mike Trout to you? <laughs> it's so true. Like, it's it's fucking insane how good he is. Like, how good of a hitter he is. Yeah. How strong of an arm he has. Um, steals bases. He's fast as fuck. Um, 
you don't ever want to be a catcher when he's coming at you. Like he's just he's a linebacker playing baseball, and he fucking loves it. Dude, I found the player comp for the arm. I was trying to remember what arm I thought was when I when I first watched Cespedes throw. It reminded me of a player who had a cannon, and I remember thinking, "Dang, that's the first time I've seen an arm like that since Vladimir Guerrero." Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Fucking sorry, it took me a minute to track it down, <laughs> but I I couldn't remember who it was, and I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, dude, Vlad, that dude was awesome too. Yeah, but Great yeah, Mike him. Trout, dude, Mike Trout, phenomenal. Speaks for himself. Um, fantastic. I love that he's a quiet player. He, you know, when you're looking at the Bryce Harpers of the world who come out and they're just, you know, in in the face of everybody, mm-hmm. all about me. And I don't, I'm not a, I'm not an anti Bryce Harper person, but I am a very big Mike Trout fan just because of that. Yep. And I love the way he plays the game. Love the way he goes about his business. And he's he's it's fun to watch. He, he, sorry to cut you off, but he's one of the players that actually got me into, like, real him and Jeter. But got me into watching the game just to appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and watching other players and just be good at it. You know what I mean? And and playing the game the way it should be, you know, and going out there and fucking trying hard. You never heard anything of Derek Jeter in his personal life? Nope. You know what I mean? You don't hear shit about Trout. You don't. And whether it should be that way or not, I think that that's a good way of going about things. Because put it in our put it in our terms. You know, we don't go around always talking about, like, our life outside or, you know, outside of work or, you know, we go to work, we do our thing and we go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people might, but you know, it's, uh, it, it's crazy, dude. I, I, I think, you know, Trout did a great job and, and he's doing a good job and he's just fucking amazing at baseball. He is. So I'm going to guess that's who you had as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, is there anybody else? Right. How do you even <laughs> such a wide, wide gap? So. Who'd you have in right? You're going to hate me. Am I? Yep. Oh, come on. And not because he's anything great. <laughs> but it's like, when I think of right fielders, I think of like the guy that you never really were sure if you wanted him to play, but you put him out there because he had some uh, potential. Jeff Francoeur. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yasiel Puig. Why? Because. What the fuck? Dude's a beast, bro. Turn out the cuss, but man, that made (laughs) words come out. Dude's a beast. Dude can play ball. He's a little weirdo. He fucking definitely is an asshole. He's the best right fielder of the decade? No, I didn't. Never said that. I just, I picked him. He was, he's in my tops because. Yeah, there's sometimes where you question his hustle. But when he does hustle, this dude's a fucking athlete. Yeah, sometimes you question his his mentality when he's at the plate. But when he's on, motherfucker crush. Yeah, sometimes he makes bonehead plays in the fucking right field. But when he's on, the motherfucker has a gun. He's going to fucking die for balls. He's going to make plays out there. And he's a decent player. He's a really... Actually, I think he's a really good player. I think everything that surrounds him in terms of his attitude, in terms of... You know, some of the noise he makes when he's in a dugout and some of the shit that he makes when in front of the media. Like, yeah. Okay, I get it. But he's 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 had longevity, you know, doing it since I think it was like four, 14, 13. And he's he's had a decent career. And and teams actually still want him. Yeah, that's you know I mean? true. He's they a do. good player. He's so, still young though. 
Yeah, absolutely. Not like he's thirty-seven. But he's fucking built, dude. He's he's he's. I think he's, I think he's gonna only get better too. And then and if he tones down his fucking craziness, I think he's gonna be good. <laughs> I, I I you know I. God damn it. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> Yeah, you're always reliable. <laughs> um, all right, Phil, there I went Jose Batista. Okay. Um, because of his bat flip. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it almost wipes it out because Odor punched him in the face, made him look a little bitch. But yep. Outside of that, I mean, he has six consecutive All Stars. Talk shit, get hit though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I still you would never I see Yasuo Yasuo Puig getting knocked out though. No, but you know what stands out about Yasuo? I was going to hold this story back. But you know what stands out about Yasuo Puig to me is we went, after watching him be a knucklehead for quite a while, we went to Dodger game, watched Dodgers Cubs, and Puig was out, wasn't playing, and they bring him in in the eighth inning. And I told, I don't remember who I was with, but I told them, oh, good, they brought Puig in. This is good news for us. And somebody, I, I was a Dodger fan, but somebody, whoever that guy was, told me, no, watch, home run, dude. He's going to hit a home run right now. He grounded out some bullshit, nothing big. Top of the ninth, Cubs come up, get a couple guys on. Puig throws a ball from right field into the stands. Cubs <laughs> round the bases and score. Um, then he comes up with a chance to win the game, the bottom of the ninth, and struck out. Yeah. And I said, that's Puig. Took my victory, baby. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what reminds me of Puig. But, no, dude, Jose Batista, I went with him just because uh, – he's he put up a solid second half of his career. Yeah, I was I'm always going to question – what happened to him from the pirates to yeah because it doesn't make sense at all and i'll never buy that he just found got better yeah no, he found the the key to hitting yeah. some bullshit happened yeah. i don't know what it was but because i can't prove it i'm gonna stick stick with him in right field <laughs> but something fishy was going on there from when he made that transition because when he went to toronto he was a phenomenal baseball player definitely yeah and that doesn't happen yep i agree weird. i almost went with him weird but you know me i like controversy yeah dude way to bring it but i dude Let's be real about it, though. Puig, as much of an asshole he is and some of the bonehead plays he makes or has made, he's a great fucking ball player, dude. He has talent. He has talent. He's a very talented ball player. Okay. I can't call him a great ball player. He He's mentally oh, a terrible it. ball player. Quit it. His, like, if he was on if he's on a video game, his skill level would be like a 99, oh, and his mental capacity would be an 11. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's gonna hit you bombs. I think you're just. He's also gonna throw the ball into the stands. I think you're just clouded the fact, clouded by the fact that he was a Dodger. I can't deny that it's possible. I think it is. I have a very deep dislike for the Dodgers. So do I. But so it might cloud my judgment. But I'll admit that real is real. I'll admit that real is real. All right, man. So we have any dynasties this next decade? I don't know. I I doubt it. The Patriots dominated for twenty years. Not gonna happen again. Not like that. The Giants put up three titles in this decade. You gonna no, see any kind of that shit in the next ten? Nope. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's too hard to do. <sighs> Who set up to do it? I don't see any teams. Are there any other? If there's another owner out there that gets fucking hand jobs in Florida, and has a QB and a coach like that, isn't that every owner? I don't know. Just, I thought that's why you become an owner to go down to Florida to get hand jobs. Probably. I need to fucking <laughs> start a business, bro. <laughs> Enough said. I just think, I, yeah, I just think it's of that magnitude, bro. 20 fucking years to dominate like that. Name one other dynasty that's done that. I don't think it'll ever happen again. Not even, like, that hasn't happened in, well, 
It's maybe hard to in say hockey, maybe in yeah. hockey with with Canadians. The, the Canadians, yeah, the run they had, but it wasn't but, the same. But it wasn't the same. The Patriots have made the playoffs nineteen straight years. The Patriots have gone through something. Like I would that. say three different eras of football, even though it's two decades. They've gone from like strictly running, all running, to you know uh, all a lot of passing to mixing in play action and all that shit. Like they've yeah. done a lot with their offenses. Yeah. And Bill Belichick is the fucking mastermind behind it all. He's understood it. Dude, they played against, back when they played against the Bills, when the Bills were that fucking RPO back in the day. Not RPO, but they were the running gun. They were fast fucking, you know, moving quick, up-tempo offense. He played against that and coached and, and when he was with the Giants, Giants and yeah. fucking stopped them. He did. You know what I mean? And then he, then he goes on to the Patriots and he did it for 20 fucking years to do that. You know? I don't know. I, I don't I don't see it happening again. I don't either. Maybe I think maybe if we do get something, it'd be max of five years. Because you gotta also think the turnover rate. That's the, and that's what I was gonna get to is that it's definitely not gonna happen in basketball because the players team up and move along so yeah. much. It's that they've taken over the league. Mm-hmm. You won't see that anymore. Hockey, there's too many teams. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Football, it's so hard to do. And what the Patriots did is so rare. I don't think we'll ever see a twenty-year dynasty again. Right. And baseball, then in baseball, just too many games. baseball. You, I mean, you could do it, but it's not the same. Like the twenty Gi- years. Even, no, 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 no. Just a dynasty. Dynasty in general. Okay. Yeah, like the Giants putting up three titles in, in the decade. That's that's considered you know dynasty material. But even that was every other year. It wasn't consistent. Right. So, and at the end of the decade, they were dog shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's not. It's they're not hard, remembered dude. like that. It's really hard, and I don't think we'll see that anymore. Yeah. I mean, we might see a dynasty again, but. If I had to choose a sport, I'd say baseball, and I'd say it's because you you happen to get a great recruiting system and your farm system's really good, and yeah. then you build something special like the Astros. They have, a, I mean, they have a good farm system. They're not going to do that, but but if you start to do those kind of things, you 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 could show long term success. But yeah, I don't see dynasties. Happening. You got to get people to buy into that. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like it's hard. Like you said in basketball, it's not going to happen. The players want to play with each other, play basketball with each other. Um, <laughs> they want to go play with the superstar. They want a chance at winning, yeah. and they're going to do whatever they can to move. You know what I mean? Go play. Footballs, the salaries are too hard to, to, to balance yeah, out to keep dude. those teams together. And in baseball, because of the trade deadlines, players move all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. to do. So. so what about the college football? You watched any? I uh, watched the LSU game. Did you watch new? I mean, I'm sorry, the Clemson and Ohio State game. Oh, you did? Yeah. That was a good game. I did. I liked it. Yeah. I, I felt Clemson was going to pull it off. I did too. I, I just didn't buy into Ohio State. Neither did I. Plus, I was, I, although I was, I did eat a little bit of crow with Justin Fields. I think he proved that he can actually play like in a, in, in, he can actually read a defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, those are the questions. That was a question I had with him was, okay, he's playing, you know, he can run. He's playing a little bit of RPO here and there, you know, maybe a one read QB, but he, you know, he played well. I, I don't, I think that last interception was a little bit of his fault. Um, he took a little too long to fucking throw the ball to him, but that receiver did fucking, you know, he, he, he got out of that route and just kind of fucked it up. So, yeah, that's true. But, it was a good game, nonetheless. Yeah. So you didn't watch Jay Burrow? Jay Burrow. You didn't watch Burrow <laughs> in the uh, Tecmo Bowl game? I did not. I did not. But <laughs> eight, I d- eight touchdowns, man. Dude Seven passing, one rushing. I think he's going to be a good, good NFL QB. You think he'll throw how many passes to A.J. Green? 
<laughs> you kind of have to draft them if you're the Bengals, right? How could you not? They're not going to go with Dalton. And they they benched. Ryan Finley. Yeah, so he's not the guy. I mean, you got a good quarterback, know, right? What? But do the you... best strategy is the knock quarterback. Typically, in the past, what we've seen is when they go when they go with a lineman or a good defensive player. That seems to but how a lot can more you give up beneficial Chase Young? How can you give up not because their defense is shit? Right, right. You can get by with Andy Dalton. You're not going to win a Super Bowl next year. You're not going to win a Super Bowl for the two three years. That's true. So, but when do you get your quarterback? Trevor Lawrence is going to be out there. You want, you think take a later shot? That's I I agree. That's what I, I think. I, I would, I'm not I a would, fan of going early. Yeah, I would definitely. If I were the Bengals, I would go Chase Young, and or a defensive player that that a generational type defensive player. Whether he turns out to be that or not, if all signs point to yes, I would take that defensive player. Whether it's fucking Chase Young, whether it's a linebacker, whether it's you know Isaiah Simmons who plays like Tyron Matthew. You know, who can play every fucking position on defense. I think you go defense first because obviously defense is going to get you there. Right. Yeah. Offense might, but to win 80% of the time, defense wins you championships. Yeah. Let's be real. Right. Um, but what was, the, again, what was the last really good offense to win a Super Bowl that didn't have a defense? Last really good offense. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but maybe, I could, maybe I could, the Broncos. I could name you quite a few. Maybe the Broncos with Manning. No, they the had a good defense. They, well, he threw 50 touchdowns the year they won against. Uh, he, no, they had a good offense. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. Denver's not a good defense. Right. No, I'm saying. But I'm saying I could name you a couple teams that had shit offenses, but fantastic defenses won a Super Bowl. Mm. It's hard to name a great offense that had no defense yeah. and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. So to your point, it is better to stack your D, get something together that's going to be solid on the other end, and then put together an offense that works, that doesn't turn the ball over, that that manufactures yeah. points, and you can win. I agree. Yep. So I agree, too. I, I mean, two years ago, we saw a plethora of quarterbacks go in the first round all the way down to the end with Lamar Jackson, and I don't know if any of those have been bad so far. I mean, Rosen looks like a pile of crap, so he probably he's probably already a bust. Yeah. The other ones are all still in, in progress. You know what I mean? We'll see how it goes with them. But you Look look, look at the, the QBs that are, for the most part, going to go into the draft. You got Burrow. Um, you got Tua. I, I'd imagine he's going to go. I think he is. I, I think he will. I'd imagine he'll go. Um, you got Jordan Love from Utah State. Uh, who else do you got out there? Um, Jake Eason from Washington. He's good. He came from Ohio State system. He's a great passer. Obviously got beat out by Justin Fields, but at the same time, like, you know, he's a great, he's fucking six. He's a tall fucking QB, yeah. which is something that you would want. Got a great arm. Um, Justin Herbert. You know, a lot of people don't like him. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be that great of a QB. If you can, coach, but I don't know if any. Definitely not more than two of those guys would be considered first, first rounders, round right? That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so, I agree. So that's why. That's why I feel that you go. You have to go defense. Yep, and then go you know grab one mean? of those guys later. Yeah, you'll and see if you get like, the next one. That's that's why I follow a lot of Raiders pages on on Twitter. Right, everybody's so fucking tired of Carr. You know, everybody so this car's shit, car's, you know, whatever. Yeah, he's had back-to-back years of over 4,000 yards and over 20 touchdowns, right? Yeah, his completion percentage is sky high because he fucking does a lot of dumping. You know what I mean? But he's consistently decent, right? Now, if they're ranked 31st in fucking defense. If you stack that defense and get a good defense around him, you don't have to depend on him to fucking win the right. games for you, 
right? Exactly. You don't, you don't have to have him go out throw 500 yards like fucking Pat Mahomes does every day, every game. You Carson I mean? Wentz. You don't. Car- that's a, the Eagles are a good example of that right? right now. Their defense doesn't hold up most weeks. Carson Wentz has to go out and win the game for him. You know, and they've won nine games because of it. You exactly. know what I mean? So it's it's hard to win that way. So I'm always on there, dude, and I have to fucking stop myself. But I, I get on there and I'm just like, dude, why are you going to give up? Because to get the number one pick, if you're going to take Joe Burrow, you're going to have to give up both of your fucking number ones. You're yeah. going to have to. And if that mean if you're gonna do that and give completely disregard your fucking defense, you're not gonna win. Now, whether or not that's in the fucking plans of John Gruden and, and Mike Mayock, who knows? But personally, if I was running that fucking organization, I would go defense, defense. They don't have a second round pick. I'd go fucking defense and then maybe consider taking a QB at that point. Right? Because if not, then I can fucking probably trade for one. I can stack. I'm going to sign people in the offseason, obviously, in free agency. Who's not going to want to go play in Vegas? Right. In exactly. the new stadium, new locker rooms, new fucking. That stadium's so badass yes, looking. Yes, dude, it is. But that, you know, to Give go along with. Raider the, shit. <laughs> I love it. Come on, to the dark side, baby. But yeah, I just think if you're any team that's picking in the first round, majority of them are, minus the Rams, because they're fucking stupid. Um, I think if you're in the top 15. You don't take a QB. You you have to go defense or something offensive line or a wide receiver. Wide receivers stacked this year coming out of college. Like it's it's a great wide receiver class. So, you know, if you're an offense that's struggling like the Raiders, you you know, think about that. So, I I would definitely go defense first, and, and then, you know, I don't know. Maybe the Dolphins take fucking Burrow. You know what I mean? I, I think, think Cincinnati's <clears throat> gonna do it. Yeah, it's in their DNA. Yeah. But enough said on that. Yeah. So you got Clemson LSU. Clemson. Really? Yep. I think uh yeah, I just think they're the champions until you beat them, you, you know. You got Well, that's them. true. You can argue with Kinda that. I like the Patriots. Yeah. I actually I really like taking teams coming off giant weeks mm-hmm. to then flop. Yeah. So, I'd go I'd go Clemson. Hey, let's well. be real. Oklahoma was not going to beat LSU. What? Okay, boomer. <laughs> Serious. It's a boomer joke. You gotta get this in. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I just. I did, yeah. They weren't gonna beat LSU. Now the fact that they went off and fucking scored sixty three points. That's okay, true. You know that's kind of surprising. That's but, fun to watch. Oh yeah. College Hopefully football. they'll appreciate that after they lose their next game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, man. Well, this is pretty much wrapping up episode one. We're gonna close out with our final thoughts. Uh, you want to start off? Sure. All right, what do you got? I'll take the mic on this one. All right, guys, we're in a new, a new decade. Obviously, a new year. Um, <laughs> you're, you know, people make these resolutions, and you know, I'm going to exercise more, and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm a better person, or I'm going to be whatever. My suggestion is, be who you are. Accept it. Right now, if that means that you're a shitty person, yeah, work on work on being a better person. But what that means is surround yourself with better people. Don't say you're going to be a better person and then still hang around with the shitty people, right? You're just going to set yourself up for, for people like me who get on on Facebook and, and feed off of this and see that you post this and see you two weeks later going out and being a fucking douchebag. Don't do that. Cause then I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some, you know, I may be vague about it, but you know, whatever. All I'm saying guys is, 
if you're trying to be a better person or if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to do stuff, really work at it. Surround yourself with people that you want to be around with that are good for you. Make better decisions with food if, you're, if you want to work on diets. Um, if you want to get closer to God, make sure you're surrounding yourself with that. Um, if you want to be a better friend, a better dad, a better, I don't know, sports better, surround yourself, really engage in what you really want to do and do it. It's going to help you out. And then you'll be better off. It's well said, man. Two things I can count on on New Year's Day is uh, I got one post of non-gym guy talking about how he's going to go to the gym this year. And then I got one post from gym guy who talks about how he hates when non-gym guy goes to the gym and doesn't wipe his sweat off the equipment. and yes. No gym behavior yeah. every year. Same thing. Yep. I want to talk about fantasy football leagues. It's 2020. You guys should be playing in leagues with two quarterbacks. Or if not two quarterbacks, one quarterback, one offensive player, which is a super flex. One quarterback leagues are outdated. It's like standard leagues. You don't see those very often anymore. They're relics. So when you're out there on week seven and your quarterback goes down and you can go out and pick up a starting quarterback mid-level, you're not in a competitive league. It's time to step it up. So push your commissioners, push for two quarterback leagues, ramp that up. I would recommend two defense, two kickers, too. That's what we do in ours. But, you know, you don't have to get crazy with it. But uh, level out that quarterback because there's no reason that in today's day and age, your running backs, you're starting two. Your wide receivers are starting three. You're starting flex players. But quarterbacks are devalued in drafts. They're devalued on game days. And you're just not stepping up. So bring it. I like it. I like that, dude. I play. I actually won... My league this year. Did you? In a super flex, two Look QB, no defense, bro. Dude, that's impressive. You know what? We got rid of kickers. I got rid of kickers in mind because I'm mm. done with those pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. They suck. Yeah, I agree, dude. I, I, I'm I'm, I'm with it. I do still play in like a standard PPR. Yeah. Um, They're fun, you know, and that's actually the big money one that I play in. But it's just, and it's a keeper league. So it, there's, there is a, you know, a little yeah. incentive to it. So, yeah, but yeah sense, dude, man. I definitely agree with it. <laughs> all right man this is fun i agree man this is fun so stay tuned guys what we're going to be doing is probably we're going to try to hit up you know once a week um you know and especially we're going to try to stick to sports um obviously you know we might get into some other things throughout the episode but we're going to try to stick to sports obviously that's what we like to do um once we get our pages going and, and we get our, our episodes out please you know like, follow, share, you know, send us some, some, some insight, what you would like to hear. We're also going to try to incorporate like gambling, you know, some bets, you know, for the week, uh, obviously football's coming to the end, but we still got basketball and then baseball coming up. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get you guys more info on, on what we're going to do. And Twitter, we are at talk That is T A L K N U F F follow. And we'll create our instas and, facebook's accordingly if we do decide to do that but definitely uh once we get our stuff set up we'll be on itunes possibly spotify and and uh stitcher but for now we're going to start off uh probably just on itunes yep so yeah from uh beacon studios we're gonna close it up first episode i feel like we need some like champagne or something and strippers and strippers <laughs>
Closing time.